Hi, my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. Last week, I spoke a lot about clearing space. And the week before that, I had a lot to say about vibrational quickening, which is the time period that we're in. And I'm realizing that a lot of what I talk about has to do with people being able to go through the process of introspection. There's a big assumption there that I'm making. So I talk about meditation. Meditation is a very important part of my personal practice. It's also quintessential to what I believe to be consciousness expansion, right? Conscious expansion, not just on the personal level, but on the humanity level. Now, I don't think everyone has to meditate. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you're taking part in intentional expansion, meditation in some way, shape or form is a very important part of the process. It's something that every single person I've spoken to about this specifically is doing, has been doing and plans to continue to do. And I think a lot of people come to the spiritual world and they're told that they have to meditate kind of right away. I mean, like I said, I feel like it's a quintessential part of what's going on, but not everybody is really set up to do that right away, especially if there's nothing said but that. Most people as far as I can tell, when they land that first time on the meditation cushion, end up in a state of introspection versus meditation. Now, introspection and contemplation are extremely important practices as well, but they're not interchangeable with meditation. So that being said, I want to talk about introspection because this may be the missing link for a lot of people. Last week I said this thing, I'm pretty sure it was last week. No, it was the week before. It was in the vibrational quickening episode. I was talking about how it is not easy to be brutally honest with yourself. And that in and of itself is connected to introspection it is beyond having an inner critic that's a jerk yeah it's a much deeper process so in order to be that type of brutally honest with yourself and actually take it there has to be this kind of 
preconceived area where you have spent some time pondering and considering all of the aspects of whatever the heck it is that you're working on, which is not your meditation. So do you see what I'm getting at? There's nobody that's going to come and tell you these details about yourself. You are the only person that knows them. And if you don't start looking for them, you'll never find them. There, It's just these pieces will always be kind of floating out in the middle of nowhere, in the ether, lost in your head somewhere. And whether you need them or not, this is up to you, right? But if you are trying to, let's say, integrate your emotional situation, work with, you know, trauma, deep-seated, packed-down stuff, it is really important that you understand how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself and why things happen and all of that. As part of the practice not to beat yourself up about it. There has to be an ability to understand where you've been and how that's affected you without putting that down in some way, without giving yourself grief that you did some things that you are not exactly happy about. Um, everybody comes to a point where they look back and they go, oh boy, why did I do that? You know, and this is a choice that we've made and we have to work with what we've been given in a sense during the time of quickening where we are right now when the vibration gets to a point where your system doesn't really know what to do about it it flings you into this kind of thought process which is looping and this is being in this is being confused with introspection and I also feel as though because of the extra vibration the quickening the shifting because that is bringing up so much stuff for everybody. Again, a lot of people are getting caught in this loop of the emotion needing to be cleared out, but they're actually sitting there thinking about it and applying the idea of introspection or reapplying it over and over and over again. And that's a loop that's becoming extremely unhelpful for a, a lot of people, and I don't mean like five people, I mean millions of people. It's this overthinking situation where ultimately we end up in a really low opinion of ourselves. And this is not actually cognitive for a lot of people. It's this inability to fix a problem or, you know, your mind is trying to fix this problem, this looping, and you're not actually giving it an out. If you're moving through integrating your emotions and you're sitting or thinking about it, 
you're not integrating those things. Those things aren't being felt, you're thinking about them, and you're applying some kind of data or details or something to the feeling that your body is just trying to work through. You know, that that's the big hitch for a lot of people. So if, let's say, you're new to dealing with your emotions in a way where you let them wash over you and you really let it burn through, you're going to have to start checking yourself and see when you drop into a big thinking loop and when you're actually allowing the feeling of the emotion to move through your system, your body. It's extremely important. So the biggest tip I could say around that is, is it feeling like a habit that you're trying to fix a problem that doesn't exist anymore? If you feel as though all of a sudden you have to be sitting there thinking about something and you're just trying to actually work through the emotion, it is really ineffective to start naming it and then letting it trigger connections. But on the other side of that coin is if that's easily happening, then you're not actually integrating it. You're thinking about it. And that's again what I was just saying before. It's unfortunately extremely confusing because most people aren't given guidelines around meditation introspection initially, especially if they're working on their on their own. And I find that very interesting because most of the time, like the really important things, the great ideas, all of that, they come in exactly at the time when you're not trying to think about them. So if you're using your meditation time to think about things, to try and dig stuff up, it is ineffective. And I personally don't suggest it. For me personally, when I get the best ideas, you know, in the shower, doing the dishes, um, working through something that is just really simple for the body to work through. When the mind is not actually trying to find some idea or process or a way to help someone with a certain type of energy or something like that, when I'm working on something completely unrelated is when those big ideas and that magic comes in. And this is because there's wide open space for it to move in versus, you know, my mind trying to look for the bits, the pieces and fit together some kind of puzzle. I know that it can be really confusing, but, you know, the different ways of introspection are really personal. I know some people that they don't do seated meditation, but they are runners and they do running for a certain amount of time. And they know because they're basically athletes, they know when their brain has clicked into, you know, the other brain zone. (laughs) 
And um, so they're just very extremely adept at that. But they're not trying to think about anything at that time. That is their type of meditation. While other people might be going on a jog for their introspection time. So it's so personal the way that we all approach it. I prefer seated meditation and when I do my asana, my yoga asana, you know, I'm not trying to think about anything else other than my physical system. And then I do have, you know, self-massage that I work through, in which case, again, it might be a physical system, but I'm also doing that and it's kind of autopilot, you know, I know what I'm doing. So my mind is free and I might have really great ideas come in, but I'm not trying to pick them apart in an introspective way because I'm doing the massage thing. So whatever your method turns out to be, it's a really good, good idea to also have a different way of recording what's going on as a separate thing. So this is where journaling comes in. This is why so many people say it's so important to keep not just a journal, but to have a writing practice. And this is something that I go in and out of. And for this year, I am trying so hard to make it more of a practice. So many years ago, I was doing this so regularly. and It was just easy and just a breeze. But now I really have to force myself to do it. And it's taken quite a bit of introspection to get myself around the corner to actually trying to do it. So there's an example. <laughs> Another thing that is a really good idea to do would be sitting outside in nature, sunset, sunrise, that kind of stuff. But again, if you're going there to meditate, this isn't thinking time. Introspection is kind of a thinking thing. Although you might not go there and go, I'm going to think now. You don't have to sit down and go, I'm going to think. But you know, you go to a beautiful place and you let that place connect to you or and you let yourself connect to that and you sit there and you be there so that you're giving yourself space to be with yourself a lot of people again call that meditation it is a type of meditation don't get me wrong but it is a really good idea to have a practice where you're not trying to think or allow the thoughts to be free and um, that one is a little bit more challenging and that would be what I am referring to as meditation. Contemplation and um, introspection, very similar. Having a journaling practice to keep things straight so that you understand what things you've worked through. If something is looping and you don't really get it, write it down, keep, keep an eye on it. Have some time where you're just looking at those words and having a little introspection about what the heck that is. See what it connects to. Check in with your body. See how thinking about that, where it you feel it on your body. That's a really good way to work through some of this process. One thing to really pay attention to 
this is the tip that I was going to mention before. If you're sitting there and giving yourself grief about your experience, this is not introspection. This is you being a jerk to yourself. And a lot of people go through that. So first of all, if you do have that as a habit, there's nothing wrong with you. This is really important to understand. Absolutely nothing wrong with you. But you do want to pay attention to that. It's one thing if you're being brutally honest with yourself and you were planning on doing something and you didn't do it and there was no good reason for that and you give yourself a little bit of grief, that's not a bad thing. You can police yourself all you want. But if it's a constant, you have to watch out for that. There, have some boundaries with yourself so that your introspection time doesn't get kind of soiled with this um, maybe anger from the collective or something like that. You never know where it's coming from. So it's a really good idea, especially if you're energy sensitive like I am, if you watch out for that. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or if you have any requests for something for me to speak about on this podcast, I really want to hear about them. My email is hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. Again, hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Please do send me an email. Again, thanks for being here. Take care. Bye now. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.